If you're at the end of your rope or just feeling overwhelmed, wondering, is this it? This is your life? There's got to be something more on paper or more appropriately, social media. Everything looks okay. In fact, it might look idyllic. Some people have way too much time on their hands with Instagram. That's all I'm going to say about that. But of course we know that's not reality. If it's been a while since you truly felt at ease knowing that you're doing exactly what you should be doing with your people and not merely existing, getting through another day, working for the weekend or the next big vacation, just know you're not alone. This happens to all of us. We all experience valleys in life. And more often than we'd like to acknowledge, we're not where we want to be. But remember, it's not always like this. The only constant in life is change. There will be peaks again. That's kind of how life works. It's not always high points or low points. We live our life in the in-between, or another word for that is the liminal space. So how do we make the most of the liminal space? Well, first, I'd like to suggest that you not quiet quit on your life. There's been a lot of talk about quiet quitting at work, basically you know, doing what you got to do to get by but no more, and really checking out emotionally, well, that's not good because you spend a lot of your life working, or at least most of us do. So don't quite quit on your life either because your life is precious and the only time you have is right now. This is the Next Simple Step Podcast. I'm Paul Goldsmith. Did you ever notice there are certain patterns in your life? Now, when you're a kid, it's built into the schedule, summer vacation, followed by back to school, Christmas break, New Year, spring break, and it starts all over again. But then as an adult, the years tick by, and if we're not intentional, we wake up and one day you're 30 or 40 or 50. Older people tell you to enjoy the age you are now because they'd give anything to be your age again, but that's cold comfort because you're this age and it doesn't feel that great. No matter your age, you want to be living a life that aligns with your highest values, your dreams, being the best version of yourself. I really take this seriously because I believe God created us all uniquely to create something, to put something into the world that makes it a better place, that makes people better, that make our community a better place, our family more connected. But we have to really show up for our lives day in, day out and power through those valleys. I want to encourage you, first of all, please don't blow up your life. I'll tell you what I mean. I'm serious. Too many people wake up one day, a decade has passed, and they freak out. You've seen it. They do something dramatic, go into massive debt, remodeling the house or buying a fancy car. Not that remodeling your house or buying a car is a bad thing, but doing it out of a place of lack in your life and going into massive debt just to do it, you may want to question that and look a little deeper and see what you're lacking, see what need needs to be met before you make an extravagant purchase or do something even more personally devastating like blowing up your most intimate personal relationships. Pause. Because as it turns out, making big life-altering changes is quite common for most people at the end of another decade of life. And I heard this psychology professor from New York University, Adam Alter, 
explained this phenomenon. He studied this and explained in an interview with Scott Galloway on the Prof G podcast. I have this research with my colleague Hal Hirschfield at UCLA, and what we found is that when people have a nine at the end of their age, when they're 29, 39, 49, 59, they have this mini crisis, and they say, where am I? I'm looking down the barrel of a new decade. Am I doing the things I should be doing? Is my life meaningful and rich? Do I have the friendships I need? And so you see all sorts of extreme behavior. You see people who've never run signing up for marathons. There's this big spike in 29 and 39 and 49-year-old marathon runners. You see a lot of extramarital affairs, so not such not so good things. You see a lot of different kinds of behaviors spiking in these ages. But the thing that's interesting to me about that research is it suggests the importance of zooming back and figuring things out in moments that are a little bit quieter. And I don't think we do that. I think we act and we're constantly acting and we're all busy. We have demands on our time and attention. And I think taking one day every three months, devoting that day or at least a few hours to saying to yourself, you know, where am I? Let's create this sort of metric. I started here. This is where I was, whether depending on how old you were after college or when I left my last job or whatever it is when I started this venture. And this is where I am and this is where I need to be. And then think really carefully about whether you're orienting your, yourself in the right direction. Before you're 29, 39, 49, you don't need to wait for these kind of grand moments to do these kinds of audits. As one who started working out religiously and pretty much changing everything about my health and wellness just before turning 39, that hits a little too close to home. What about you? I love Alter's advice there with zooming out of your life every 90 days to analyze, are you headed on the path you want to be headed on? Where are you going with the decisions you're making with your life? You don't have to be where you want to be ultimately, but are you on the path? And I'd highly encourage you to check out his book. It's called Anatomy of a Breakthrough, How to Get Unstuck When It Matters Most. And actually in the book, Alter encourages us to habitually question whether you're privileging short-term progress over long-term gains, and make a point of learning the difference between paths forward. That's it. It's always short-term versus long-term. And in this liminal space between the peaks and the valleys, stop every once in a while, at least every three months, if not more, and review, if you keep doing what you're doing now, where will that take you in three years, in 10 years, in 30 years? And what might you change to optimize for the future? If you don't have a future goal in mind, then this is a challenge. You're aimless. There's nothing to shoot at but maximize your comfort now. So it's helpful to think about you know, where you want your life to be in the future or your relationships with your family, your friends, or your physical health. And then work backwards to see what it's going to take to get there and trust the process. You hear that term. What does it mean? Well, it means you have got to look at what it takes to be where you want to be in the future and don't analyze the end result by where you are today. I signed up for another half marathon this summer. And as I've been training, I have been really frustrated because my pace is a lot slower than I want it to be. And I'm trying to will it faster, uh, but it just isn't getting there as fast as I'd like. And so I'm really preaching to myself that I have to trust the process. I've got a running plan. I've got a goal and I'm going to do my very best to work the plan, but there's no shortcuts. I can't just wake up and will myself to run a certain pace. 
It takes intentionality and repetition, and that's with any goal that you want to accomplish. I just want to encourage you to zoom out and look at your life and decide if you're on the path you want to be. Don't take dramatic action without really analyzing, is that going to help you become the person you ought to be, become the person that God designed you to be, to create the things that you were born to create? If you'd like help in answering some of these questions, in reviewing where you're headed and how you might make some positive changes for the path forward, let me know. I'd be happy to help. My number is 559-574-3210. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful, and I'll talk to you next time in the next Simple Step Podcast.